Warriors Bold, Brave, and Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining me on our podcast here at Women to Warriors, where we are all about energizing, encouraging, equipping you, woman warrior, empowering you too for your eternal purpose. So today we're going to chat about, well, I want to share with you, oh, the spirit of Simba lives on. So I had this dog, this most incredible golden retriever. I used to breed him, but I had one for seven years, and I really believe that God worked incredible Oh, just incredibleness like in this relationship I had with this dog. So in the life of a dog, I'm going to share with you today about my story of my furry best friend. Uh, and I wrote uh, a story about him. I, I shared a little bit about him and, and um, he has been gone um, since um, 2017 now. I wrote a story for him back in 2018 and wanted to share with all of you the power of a fur pet and how amazing they are. This isn't so you run out and buy one or anything like that. It's just my story within this and how God really moved my heart through this furry animal and how God used my furry animal for other people. And it was really, really powerful. And he loves creation. He loves all the things he created or he wouldn't have created them. And dogs are one of those great things. So my little guy was called, his name is Simba Murray. And he was the most amazing furry best friend. He passed away uh, in December of 2017. And I had been grief stricken beyond what I had ever expected because of the most mem memories I had, the precious memories I had, the moments I had with him. But I was also very thankful for the past seven years I had in, his, in, in my life. He died at the age of seven, which really gave me really eight years, right? Because, you know, the first is zero through the first year. So I owned his parents, Molly and Scout. Um, he was a survivor of 11 of the 14 pups that I had bred. My kids and I helped to birth um, all those puppies um, and bottle feed them eventually. And we ended up, um, you know, placing them in homes and selling them, so to speak. And he actually came back to me. He was a return. <laughs> he was a return. And I found out that um, we found out through the, the owners that adopted him that they had that he had a heart condition. So I had swapped out puppies and I decided that I was going to raise him uh, in, as my own. He was given pretty much a six-month life expectancy from, uh, I lived in Georgia at the time, so the University of Georgia is where he went uh, and saw a heart doctor because the heart specialist there and the vets um, over that time that he was seeing uh, told me that, you know, basically I'm providing hospice for him and he is just not going to live past six months. So... Or in other words, they would say, oh, you know, he could drop dead any day. Such great bedside manner talk. I'm <laughs> just kidding. But the doctors um, weren't going to shake me at all. For sure that. Of course not. Um, they just reminded me that he could have cardiac any moment. All these things that seemed more in the negative. But I would just smile because I truly believed that Simba was going to be this fighter, this amazing dog. And I believe God brought him back to me for a reason. And it was pretty powerful because I, I have this necklace I'm actually wearing today and it has a little heart on it. And the day that I was sending Simba off to go get adopted, um, and his name was actually going to be Murray, was the new name. That's why I called him Simba Murray, because I kept that Murray in there. He uh, had chewed on my little heart necklace, and uh, right before he left, and I, you know, as I was holding him in my arms, he was just playing with it and chewing on it. Of course, I know that's a puppy thing, but it was kind of cool, symbolically, how he was chewing on my necklace, which is a heart, as well as he had a heart condition. And then God filled my heart by bringing him back into my life for all these years. Well, the week of his passing, I knew something was off with him. 
uh, I just had a nudge that told me that he wasn't feeling so good. So I just decided that uh, I would be praying over him. I would lay hands on him uh, in this. And I definitely believe in my prayers and praying for animals is uh, like I do for people. I do um, know that people are obviously humans are more important. I, I, obviously I get that, but I just didn't want to see um, Simba suffer anymore. And I want, and I was hoping that if that was what this was, that, um, that he wouldn't be suffering anymore. So it was interesting because it was, it was around Christmas time and uh, a song came on that makes you just want to dance. And, uh, and I always would like to dance with him. So we kind of swayed together a little bit and uh, the very last moments of that, um, he wanted to go with me. Um, I was going to run an errand about 40 minutes away and I was going to be back. Literally, I was gone for like an hour and a half, literally under two hours. And he had actually passed away peacefully uh, at the by my chair, my kitchen chair. He um, did that very day. Like he was so bouncy. He wanted to go with me. But I was like, no, baby, I'll be home and play with you later. And then came home two hours later and he was um, resting in peace, as you say. Um so I was shaken, of course, because here was my best friend. I feel like I had that premonition that that was going to happen or that God gave me that thought that, that this could possibly be happening because I felt, see, Simba had all these other opportunities too where you always felt like it was going to be his last day, but somehow he would come right out of it. Oh, he's so encouraging in that. I also made me keep fighting on all the things and events I went through my own life over those time that I owned him as, had him as an owner. Mm, I saw such a fierceness in him um, that it made me want to be a fighter too. And he was that fighter and he was a, definitely a fighter for me too. There's lots of things I shared with him. And, you know, of course, you know, when you get to talk to a dog, they don't talk back. So you get to just, you know, have that conversation with them. And it, it sounded kind of cool. And I would just, I just prayed and prayed and prayed when I came home and found him. Actually, my daughter found him, but I really just thanked God for, for all that God gave me as I'm having this most amazing, amazing emotional moment. Uh, and my tears are just flowing as I'm just praying over thanking God for everything that he gave me within Simba, especially having a dog like this because he did suffer a heart condition. He had what was called tricuspid valve dysplasia. He took roughly about five med, med pills a day, every day to help his heart and to live longer. Um, we don't know why he had this condition. We don't know if it was hereditary. We don't know anything about it other than that he had it. And at first they had detected him just to have this extra skip and heartbeat, but it really was the tricuspid valve dysplasia. Every single day he was happy. He was always wagging his tail. I learned so much from him. He was also a service and ministry dog. He reached out to people in schools and nursing homes and the homeless, and he traveled so much with me. He also went to hospice and, and was active in hospices. He brought joy and love to all that he met. And he was, um, and even on his last encounter, one of his last encounters was that Thanksgiving before he had passed away one month later. And we were at the, with the homeless in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, they were heading, a, they were, a big feed was happening. Um, they were feeding the homeless, people that wanted to come for a dinner in um, their convention center downtown. And I had taken him to stand outside of this convention center, just a way to volunteer with him and reach people, talk to people, share Jesus. And he was there too. Well, there was this five little, five-year-old little girl that was there. She'd been attacked by a dog and she feared dogs so much. And she, we were standing close by and her mom's like, I really wish she would pet him. She's, and she was telling me verbally about what had happened. And guess what? God moved mountains. He changed that for that little girl. Simba 
um, was so gentle that she decided that she was going to reach, dig deep in that fear and come out and, and come out on the other side. And she started slowly walking towards him and he just sat there so patient and allowed her to pet him to be petted by her. He truly served people and our family. And he brought so much joy to that little girl that day. I don't know if at any, I mean, at that point she conquered her fear. I don't know if she continued to after that or not. I just know that I felt so excited that God had used the sweet little furry friend to be a vessel. Just like he can use us people, he can use animals too. It's so powerful. So when I had left that day, uh, for those two hours, I, you know, seeing Simba dance around me, um, and me wanting to come back and play with him and, and, and sing with him. I even had these socks on that they powerful, but they said, live, love, run. And they, he totally loved to do that. That was his life motto to live, to love and to run, to run so free. So when he went, um, into a special place, I call it crossing over that rainbow bridge. I believe that he lived a really great life and I'm so thankful that he lived that life with me and that I got to be his owner because we were inseparable. He followed me all over our house. He traveled with me through Jeep rides, car rides. I took him shopping with me, umpteen walks, runs. We went and did parades together. So many fun ventures we had. And the best part was he was always at my feet and always at my bedside because he watched over me. It was like he was this angel that God gave me too. He would carry socks to carry daily all throughout our house he would find them and until his very last breath the live love and run that sock even then he had carried that I was truly and will always truly miss my best gentleman of a friend he was the best gentleman I've ever known and can't compare him to humans of course but for sure animals I learned so much through that incredible pup all over the amazing years and even all the years that I haven't had him here are some of the things that I learned that I can choose to be happy every day that I can wag my own tail, so to speak, and I can keep a smile no matter what my circumstances are or what my health health may bring me. Simba did just that, and I can live that because the spirit of Simba lives on in me. I don't need to have the complaining attitude because Simba didn't. He still lived on despite all of his heart condition and despite the times that he had no energy and would just be laying there. He'd still choose to get up and come lay by my feet, that happy and joyful Simba. And we can also learn from that as well. His spirit will live on for me and many others that he blessed. And I'm so grateful for Jesus that he made this most incredible priceless gift of a furry friend just for me. It grew my heart even bigger for others and gave me a new perspective of how to truly live life the way I should. All from the life of the heart of a little dog, Simba Murray. He was born on February 1st, 2010, and he passed away on December 15th of 2017. So powerfully, three months later, my husband surprised me with another dog. <laughs> and I wasn't ready for it. I so wasn't ready for it. But he did. I don't know why I said three months later. It was actually shorter than that. But several months later, he did. And he surprised me with a sweet little guy who is named Huckleberry Sawyer. And Huckleberry Sawyer is so amazing. And I can't believe God would fill my heart even more so like this again. But he did. And these are powerful things because I've had a lot of dogs over my life. And I've never felt these kind of relationships or this kind of incredibleness with Several of my dogs I have, but these have been more powerful towards this part of my life. So now I've got Huckleberry, who really has filled all the voids that Simba could or couldn't do, and more so. And so here I have another best friend, a best companion, who adores me. And I look at him and can see Simba in him. Oh my gosh, the resemblance is amazing. And of course, with Golden Retrievers, 
people say that oh you look your my dog looks just like your dog really they have their own character and their own certain look but what's even more cool is that this dog huckleberry guess what he has a heart-shaped nose and he's a cute little mustache Simba didn't have that but it just reminds me every day to love his nose is shaped like a heart you can see a heart in it it's powerful and hearts are my favorite thing because my name means love so here it is like Simba again with me carrying on love through God Jesus who made him in this most incredible little puppy and now has also given me um, God's given me Huck to live on this legacy of Simba through the life of others and now Huck is a complete joy for other people as well because we need that we need that unconditional love and really animals are the only ones that can give that to us besides God God of course can give that to us and even dogs spelled backwards is God so I just like that little comparison for a moment just to think that animals are like that too they are loving us unconditionally. They give us that agape love. No matter how mean we are, or how bad we treat them, or we ignore them, or we don't take care of them, they're going to love us anyway and keep licking us and sitting by our feet. So there's no person or human can do that. And that's probably why I've always loved animals and had so much. I mean, I've always had a mini farm of dogs and animals. I moved here in Michigan. And I want to say I had a think of 10 dogs when I first moved here. I had a puppies, of course, with that. But uh, I and now I've whittled down to two. <laughs> My husband has one and I have one and mine is Huckleberry. And I will probably always have one companion, one furry companion always with me. And Goldens are my favorite. And that's my little guy, Simba Murray, who now has given me the blessed angel of, um, and God, of course, most importantly, has given me the blessed angel of Huckleberry Sawyer. And really, Simba's spirit lives on. So thank you so much for uh, listening in on this podcast today. And just wanted to encourage you in some way uh, in this, whatever it is for you, that you can be continually encouraged where God blesses you. He gives us so many blessings, so many things he fills our hearts and desires with. And we just have to open our eyes and see what that is. And for me, it was through a furry little friend, my furry little best friend. And now he continues to live on through Huckleberry. All right, warriors, get fierce, be fierce, and stay fierce. Thank you so much for joining me.